Welcome back to the latest episode of the Ford Financial Group Financial Insights Podcast. My name is Brian Ullman. I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner here at Ford Financial Group. And this week we are talking about succession planning for businesses. This is becoming a more and more uh, asked about topic here in our office as we have clients and other people who are deep into their careers and considering what their exit strategy may look like down the road. Some are closer than others. Uh, certainly there are people looking to move on here sooner than later and retire. And retiring when you own a business isn't as easy as putting in your 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 final work date and, um, and moving on with your 401k and all the things in your desk. It requires a considerable amount of planning and effort to try and move on, make sure your business is able to remain after you're gone. And importantly, it's important for business owners to plan so they can extract the equity that they have built over all of these years in their business uh, so they can use it in other parts of their life once they're retired. And so this week we're talking with Nick Redmond, who's a financial advisor and certified financial planner here in our office about how one might go about doing your succession planning, who succession planning is right for, where where in your career or in where in business ownership you are, and what what might cause you to consider succession planning, whether it's just simply retirement or some other kind of plans, whether it's um, planning for the worst, like in, as part of an estate plan or something uh, like that. So uh, if you are interested or have more questions about what you're listening to today, you can find us on the web at www.fordfg.com. And I hope you enjoy this episode on succession planning with Nick Redmond. All right, Nick, thanks again for coming back to chat with us on the podcast. Always um, a pleasure to be here. Yeah. we. I. One of the things that I've been talking with clients, it seems to me a little bit more about lately is succession planning. We have right. a lot of clients here who are business owners mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out, you know, they're not going to do this forever. They may still do it for a while, let's say 10 more years or something mm-hmm. like that, but they're not going to do this thing, whatever it is that they're doing forever. And they're trying to figure out how, what's their exit strategy, whether it's their kids or a business owner, or yeah. a key employee, something like that. Um, and this this has been coming up more and more. In fact, I was just speaking about it with somebody last week. We've and we've helped some other clients do some things. Um, and you have a little bit of background in this. What do you see being kind of some of the biggest challenges as you get started right. with some of the succession planning stuff? Right. Well, I think the biggest challenge with this, along with the other, you know, I guess, more traditional retirement planning that we do for for maybe non business owners, is, is sitting down, doing the work, gathering the information to evaluate your business. Basically, that's right. a lot of it. Um, There's work that has to get done on the front end. You yes. can't just put a for sale sign on your business. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the goal for you know, all business owners, I would say, upon their exit is to get the highest price total that they can for their business. And, and but this is different than selling, like selling a house. Selling a house, you put yeah. up a for sale sign. Right. And there's a there's an active market, you could say, mm-hmm. right? So you yeah. might get some bids and you can take the highest one. But when you're selling your house, you don't have to worry about, oh, well, there are some employees I want to make sure are taken care of. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not ready to retire. I'm just ready to stop owning a business. There right, are some of those right. other things, right? Yeah, definitely. The the transition period can be one of the biggest, you know, I guess, hangups for, this, uh, for a business owner. You know, we've got working with one 
a doctor who has a fairly successful practice and looking to sell the business. But again, the, the, the multiple being the probably the main thing, but then uh, on the back end of that, you know, how long does she want to work? How long does the transition need to be? And yes, in order to keep the employees that are there to retain those employees, because that, that the trained employees that you have are an asset to the business. Right. And it's hard, part of the value, part of the value of the business, hard to put, sometimes hard to put a, a value on that. So would you say that the place to start really, it, even if you're planning on giving it to your kids, giving the business to your kids, you still need a valuation of some type right? How, what are you, what, how much are you giving away to your kids? Right, What's the right. value of that? Right. Yeah. And a lot of times, even if they want to give it to them, they're not actually giving it to them. There's some sort of payment plan involved. Right. Because the, the idea, you know, the, this is their, for a lot of business owners, this is their primary asset, right? So they have a business that they put their time and sweat equity into and, they're building that business as a professional for 20, 30, 40 years. And a lot of them, unless they're in a really good financial position, aren't going to just give it away even to a family member. They're going to you know, want to come up with some sort of plan uh, to provide retirement income for them. Right. Uh, you know, either for the rest of their life or, or we've seen lump sum payments, um, installment payments come in with, with an interest rate attached to it. So, so you have, let's say someone has decided to kind of make moves towards their succession planning, or even if they're not planning on leaving in the next five years, they're planning, you know, they're doing the planning part, not Mm -hmm. the doing part. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe they valued their business. Then what kinds of things do they need to consider next as far as part of their exit strategy? Well, when a business evaluation is done, it's usually done by a you know, third-party expert who has done this sort of thing. There's firms out there that really specialize in this, and that's going to you know, probably identify. You know, not every business is perfect. Certainly, there's it's going to identify some weaknesses in in the business and to look for an, for ideas to remedy them. You know, they could have too much debt that they're servicing. There could be again, if it's family related, there could be a you know. A, a child that wants to partake in the business and one child that doesn't. So there needs to be some um, equity, uh, possibly equity to the non, uh, the non-interested. Almost like some family siblings. estate planning. Needs yeah, to go exactly. On there, right? Exactly. To, to try to figure that out um, again, to try to, again, to try to maximize the value and you need, of and the business. I, I suppose you also need to kind of decide at some point, maybe after the valuation is done, who the buyer is going to be. Right, right. The, is it going to be your kids? Is it going to be someone you've never met before? Right. Yeah, yeah. It can be a lot of different people. It can be the kids, like you mentioned. Again, if there's a family member that's qualified or not, uh, and whether that needs to be, whether that person needs to be trained as well, right. that can be an ongoing process. And it's not always a family member or someone out on the street. Mm-hmm. I know I've had a couple of business owners, as they were putting together their succession plan, they had a pretty firm idea of which employee was going to take this over, Okay, right? Because they had some key employee that had been number two in the business for a very long time. And uh, and so they were trying to make plans to sell it to them. Have you seen that yourself? Yeah, the, to the key employee, depending on, you know, again, how much... Whether they're a partner or not is going to make a difference because they might already have some equity in the in the firm that they can you know leverage to buy out the the remainder of it. But if it's a you know regular key employee, might be uh, several years long younger, financing could be hard. 
to do. So you could get a business loan, you can do seller financing, which right. could be a, uh, a down payment plus installment payments or just, sure. just all installment payments. So, you know, all of these things uh, have to be taken into consideration. And, and the down payment plus the installment payments where the seller's carrying the note sometimes satisfies the seller's desire to keep getting income from the business. They're not looking for that big fat check, that big windfall. Right. They right. want some good faith money down. They, If it's a key employee, they trust the employee to keep the cash flow of the business operating. Right. And, and they just want to be paid out over time on that because that helps them as they kind of plan for retirement as well. Yeah, and that that the, the amount of time that that installment plan could be set for could be their transition period, right? Um, you know, plus or minus a few years is typically what we what we see. It also seems that selling to whether it's a whether it's a family member or a key employee, it seems like um, it you might even get a correct me if I'm wrong, you might get a better valuation if you're selling to someone inside the practice, whether it's, um, or, or the inside the company, because if someone is an outside buyer, let's say it's a competitor that's buying you, mm -hmm. they may already have staff. They may already have, I don't know if it's a, equipment or whatever mm -hmm. it is that they're buying. So they, they, the value of all of your stuff from your company maybe isn't as high if you're selling to somebody who right. already has all that right, stuff. Right, right. Yeah, we definitely hear, you know, the, the words like synergies uh, within, with, right. within. But synergies doesn't need two computers for every right, employee. Exactly, or maybe exactly. even, you know, three receptionists or five assistants or something like that. Yeah, it's definitely going to change d depending on, on where you want to. Yeah. Where you want to sell your. your so it's or. almost as if you want that, if, if continuity, a business continuity is part of the desire of the seller selling to a key employee, selling to one of your business partners, maybe mm -hmm. if you're looking to get out or selling to a financial uh, finan uh, family member that's financially prepared to do something like that certainly helps with your continuity. I imagine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, have you seen one of these become more popular than the other, or is it just dependent on circumstances? Yeah, it really depends on the circumstances. I mean, we've, you know, we've definitely seen the, the family member go that route and then, you know, you, it can be a combination of family member involved and also some other, uh, some other key employees as well. Sometimes it depends on the business, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it also seems that if, if you're, we're talking about planning, which is what we're talking about here, because nobody just wakes up and says, okay, I'm going to find a buyer today, right? right? right. It's got to be, it's a multi-year It certainly effort. can be. Mm -hmm. um, maybe even if you don't know who the buyer is going to be, you can work on doing things like training your successor or starting to look at your employees with an eye towards who might be equipped or who might be interested in taking this over instead of, you know, or hiring somebody and training them who yeah, might be, you know, no, for sure. Taking some of those multi-year steps um, to where you can kind of start to delegate and decide what your role is in the business as things go forward. Mm -hmm. Right. You know? Exactly. And that's why it's, it's important, you know, whether you're, you've got that eye on retirement whether or whether it's, 20, 30 years away. It, it's important to have a, a succession plan, a business plan, because, you know, we're talking about retirement and somebody willfully leaving employment and, and, and leaving that behind. But there's also things that, uh, you know, death and disability, sure. divorce, you know, a split with a business partner, all these things are help. Having that succession plan at least started, at least the, the business evaluated can can help with these certain you know, those unexpected life events, your retirement after a certain time 
is is something that it's that is expected. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point because if we were planning for like, oh, well, I know I'm, you know, I'm going to turn sixty five and leave. Mm-hmm. Well, what if God has different plans? Exactly. For you? <laughs> exactly. You know, and so one is a business, one is a succession plan to prepare for sale, but the other is a succession plan to prepare for the unexpected. Exactly. Right? Yep. And so I guess even waiting to do evaluation, maybe finding um, whether it's talking to your attorney and incorporating, mm-hmm. right? Having shares, because if it's split, being split among m- multiple people, you right. need to do some organizational stuff that way. Right, right. Um, and you'll, you'll want to find a value for those shares. And with the valuation of the business, that's, that's that how you helps get those. Yeah, that. Yep. right. Absolutely. Um, well, it's certainly a lot to bite off. Mm-hmm. Right? As a business owner who has been focused, because you talk to somebody and, and they've, they, let, let's, let's just use an example here. Someone's good at something, you know, making shoes. I don't know. And, and so they do a really good job. It becomes popular and they like making shoes and they're doing well and they hire some people. They're making more shoes. And then somewhere along the way, the business owner transitions from doing the thing they love to running the business right, of other people right. doing the thing that they love. Um, but the focus is often on growth and sustainability of the business and keeping the company moving forward and, and achieving all of these goals that you have. But the succession planning part of that business or that those efforts done, it doesn't often come into play. It's not front of mind. You're not busy working on your exit strategy because you're, you've been spending all your time working on your building strategy. Right. right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's critical that you are prepared for something like this if the worst should happen. And the best case scenario is you decide when you want to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. And then you've done the work on the, on the, the valuation, right. You, you obviously need to update the plan and update everything as you hire more people, fire more people. Right. You know, things change in your business. You 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 upgrade your building, you upgrade your equipment. All those things are 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 need to be updated. But much like when we're doing financial plans, like I said, traditional financial plans, you know, we update values on certain accounts, we update certain yeah. life events, and and once we get the the base plan built, it's easy easier to update. Yeah. Um, update do, those things. You come back every couple of years and mm-hmm. kick the tires and make sure everything's in order. Yeah. Um, and, and doing things like putting the, the, the legal tools in place to make that happen, whether it's incorporating a business that's not incorporated or doing something like working with your accountant to figure out whether maybe they do the valuation for you or right, if you have a right. professional evaluator doing, it. um, you know, and then working on your staff is another thing, right? Making sure that you're delegating and, and training people in mm-hmm. a way where a business could run without you systemizing. Right, right. So things System. can be run without you at the helm. Yeah. Because Operating manuals, employee manuals, employee handbooks, those are all, all really important as well to yeah. have. You systemize I, as much as you can. I have seen a business that's done really well, that's doing really well, in fact, but it will not function without the owner there. Mm-hmm. And it's tricky because if that owner ever decides to try and do something without him there, the value of the business really isn't there either. Right. And so there's no asset to be sold or moved to somebody else. Right. They are the asset. Yeah, so, so if you're going to create value in your business that can be realized at some point, it can't just be you right, right. doing all of the things. Right. You know? and, and again, like even if you are a ways away from retirement and thinking about this, just doing this, getting some of those measures in place could allow you to spend a little bit of time away from it, sure. recharge your batteries, take a longer vacation than you normally would. And, yeah. and, and having some things in place 
you know, whether it's the manuals or it's the key employee, you know, can give you not only peace of mind, should something unexpected happen that you can provide for your, your, your partner, or your, your children, but just to be able to take a break and, and relax a little bit. Or maybe take a vacation. Exactly. Well, I know I mean, <laughs> you have these entrepreneurs who are used to uh, yeah, pouring everything up. and then some mm-hmm. into their business. At some point you've got to stop burning the candle at both, en- both right. ends and go to the beach or go to the mountains and yeah. let somebody else run the office for yeah, a minute exactly. or two. So, yeah. well, good. Well, I think this has been a really good discussion is something that probably doesn't get talked about enough right. when people are right. dealing with their financial advisors. If you'd like to talk with us more about succession planning for your business, you can always give us a call at 559-449-8690. You can email our office at info at fordfg.com. And you can also find us on the web at www.fordfg.com. So, I think we'll leave it right there. Nick, did we miss anything? I think we're good. I think we're good too. All right, let's leave some room for disclosures. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.